Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. What an amazing night tonight's going to be because, guys, this is the long overdue, everybody's excited, trip recap for the one and only the godfather of Disney himself, Mike. But Mike, before I get into this amazing trip recap, because I think this is probably the only time you're going to hear my voice tonight, I want to give some acknowledgments and some kudos to you guys that took time out of their day to join us, and I'm very thankful for that, guys. We got our amazing Aussie Dave and my good buddy Joe Q, who is an upstanding guy. It doesn't get better than him. So guys... How are you guys? How are you two doing? Joe, I'll start with you, man. How are you doing? We'll head it over to Dave. And Dave, you can go ahead and uh, give me an amazing, amazing pass off to uh, Mike. And uh, you guys just tell me how everything, because you guys are all going to blend together in on the show. I'm just kind of the odd man out. So I'm just sitting here and going to enjoy it just like everybody else around the world. So my friend Joe, how are you doing? So first of all, I'm doing great. It's been a great weekend. Actually, it was home this weekend, so I got to do a lot of things around the house I've been wanting to do. Took the bike out today. I played a little golf this weekend. But I will say this. Um, I was texting you guys in our little group chat. I was in Disney Springs last weekend, mm-hmm. the second day after the whole mask thing yes. where you can kind of walk. It was it was amazing. I, I, was, I was truly excited to be be in Disney World again because even though we're still taking precautions, we understand that it's a step in the right direction and it was like it was a beautiful evening down there and I was just excited to be there. You know what I'm saying? It, it was it was Oh, you were elated. Your text, I was elated. I, I, I was elated, man. It, it was like a, it, it was a re, it was a feel, rebirthing. Feel your re- electricity coming <laughs> across. I could feel it. I was like and I was very envious. I I'm I don't feel envy very often, but I was very envious of you because that is a, a definite uh I, I, I how cool is that gonna be? So thank you, Joe. David? Um I like you, Jay, I don't need to be here tonight. I just didn't want to have to hear this story secondhand and wait an extra like five days for it to drop. Wait a minute, I'm just wait, here to wait enjoy a minute, it. wait a minute. You're a chapter in this story. Oh, I'm a, I'm a like a, a subnote at the bottom. Both of, of you page guys are. Best. I, I, I have seen the pictures. You're a liar. <laughs> I'll call you out right now. You had a great time, um, uh, and uh, yeah, it's very important that you're here because I want to hear about your shenanigans that you guys got into. And um, uh, look, here's the thing: is we've been waiting a long time, Mike. Mike, you have, you have. Uh, tear jerked us you have we have been very excited we're very very apprehensive of um, we know your love for star wars uh, over the last year and a half i mean it's been a long time what was the last time you were down there was that the disney dad's trip that's 2019 2019 brother so we've been very very excited for you to get down there and i know everybody is stopping what they're doing in fact i i even bet there's probably people pulling off on the side of the road right now and just they want all ears on you and uh, I just want to get into it, man. And I don't leave nothing out. I want to start from the beginning. 
and I just want to get through. And I, I really want to start at the airport and how smooth is the transition to get on the plane and just start my trip from the beginning and take us on a journey. Well, thanks, Jay. You know, um, obviously, you know how much this trip's been. I've been looking forward to, and you know, the girls are excited. And um, I think a lot of the anticipation and and the build up also is because you know we were going down there. The sole purpose, besides you know my little selfishness to get to see the park, was for Sarah to you know perform in Worlds competition. You know, for cheer. And um, <clears throat> our flight was leaving from Long Island, New York. And I would say 90% of her cheer team was on the plane, which was pretty cool. So, you know, because it's all it's a local cheer place. And uh, we all were obviously going down for the same competition. So to see the group of kids together and uh, Sarah in her last year of cheer, you know, getting to spend some time with her friends and her, uh, you know, her teammates, people that she worked so hard to get to this point with, that get to see them all together and enjoy that anticipation of what they had coming to was, was part of the trip also that, you know, you kind of forget about, you know. You know you're going to Disney. You're going to, you know, experience all of the Disney stuff that I'm just going to be so excited to talk about. But, you know, we talk about it as a vacation where family trips are involved. And this was a big part for for Sarah, too, because she really got to uh, embrace that last moment of her, um, you know, competition days, you know, getting to go down there. So, you know, the flight down as... As transportation-oriented as what it is, and it's a necessity, it was kind of important, too, because it was nice to see Sarah with her friends kind of, you know, bonding for that last time on a on a really big trip that they had upcoming to do, a, you know, a huge competition. But, um, you know, the flight went smooth, and we got down to uh, Orlando. And for the first time in all of my trip history, because the girls were staying off-site, we rented a car. And I was a little leery about renting a car because every time that I've stayed on Disney property, it's always been the usual, you know, Magic Express and, you know, rely on Disney transportation for everything. And I'm kind of like, well, you know, let's see how this plays out. Uh, it was a necessity for the girls because they were staying off property for the first half of the trip while the competition was going on. They needed to get back and forth to some obviously non-Disney places that they had to uh, take part in. And uh, practicing and, you know, meetups and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I was going to be interested to see what what would change in my vacation having a rental car because that's something that I've never done before. You know, I'm going to touch on quite a few things uh, during this trip that were not done before. You know, I got to experience a lot of things. I was able to check off a lot of things on my list that I wanted as a first-time experience. You know, some big ones, obviously, and some small ones that I got to actually try. But, um, you know, that night we landed and I got to, you know, check into Saratoga Springs. I was staying in the Springs area of Saratoga Springs and I had one of the new refurbished room, which is really nice. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, they did a great job. I've stayed in the springs before in the older style rooms, but since the rehab, I, I haven't been able to see it. And it was really, it was really nice. And I was glad I got to do it. But th- my favorite part of the night was I got to go down to Disney Springs. I wasn't going to make it a park night because I kind of got in late. And uh, I got to see my good buddies that were on the uh, chat with tonight. You know, I got to see Dave and Joe and, um, you know, went to the hangar bar for a couple of drinks. And then, you know, Dave's had a great idea. Let's go over to the boathouse. And that's something that I've never done before and and dave is that a regular spot you usually go to the boathouse because it was a great i mean listen the weather was absolutely perfect it was one of those nice florida nights with a cool breeze and there couldn't have been a better spot to share some cocktails with friends out on the boathouse is that a spot that you like to frequent i've been there a number of times um and it's 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 subject to availability, so I've turned up and it's been packed and nothing available and had to find other options. But if you check it out and you can find a seat there, it's one of my favorite spots uh, in Disney World. Joe, have you been there before or was that a first yeah. time for you too? No, this is definitely something my wife and I, we, and like Dave said, we, you know, based on availability, we'll try to get out there. And 
it, it you hit the nail on the head. It was a, we had a heat wave like leading up to that, and it was picture perfect that night. And there's no better spot than to be at the boathouse. So that's one of our favorite spots to go to. And the fact that like we're all just kind of hanging out, sharing drinks amongst friends. You was the start of your trip. I mean, it didn't. Not to sound cheesy, man. It didn't get much better than that. It was a good way to start your trip. I really enjoyed it. But yes, me and my wife definitely—that's uh, one of those places we try. Well, to go you to. you drove it home, Joe. I think what did we talk or text? But you you made the comment that this is the epitome of what Disney is: drinks, a perfect night, and a perfect location. You know that that's yep. that's what you mentioned. And bro, and you're 100 percent right, man. 100 percent right. And I, and I can feel that. I mean, at. You know, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. But anyways. I was going to say somebody was on this chat wasn't there. So awkward. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, the majority of the Disney dads were over in Disney Springs. We missed a few. but <laughs> We did. We had a majority. They, we, we had quorum. We could have like, yeah. yeah. yeah so. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, we ended the night. And, uh, I, you know, Friday, the next night, the next day, it was my big day. This was something that I had been looking forward to for a very long time. Uh, you know, this was my first Hollywood Studios day since Galaxy's Edge, you know, kind of, you know, cut the ribbon in that area. And this was going to be my first time to get to see it. Uh, I knew that I was going to meet our, our near and dear, you know, good brother, Rick Reagan, uh, was going to be down there. He came down to see Sarah, which was, um, you know, amazing. We love the Reagan family. I can't say enough good things about them. They are absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know, Corey and Rick and, and the kids, they are just great. Great. So I knew I was going to meet Rick over in Hollywood Studios. So um, I got up early and I didn't get my um, rise. So uh, rise of resistance, no good for my first day. But you know, I kind of knew that the disappointment leads to the you know the possibility of getting it later in the day or you know possibly later in the trip. So well, I wasn't too disappointed. But I want to talk about that for a second because <clears throat> you're not the only one who has failed getting that rise, mm-hmm. right? So. What was your gamut of emotions when you when you got? Because I know you pretty pretty closely. <laughs> well, close. I know you very close. So what when you got when you finally were like just succumbed to the to the uh, the realization that I did not get this. What what was your initial? Was it a dread? Was it anxiety? Was it like you were like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe I didn't get this. I, I have to get this while I'm down here. I mean, what what where were you at personally? Well, I knew I had four shots, and now I'm now the odds are starting to run in the favor where I'm not going to get it. And I said, you know, I'm going to be really, really disappointed if this doesn't come through. But I was kind of really holding out for Monday, and I, and I said, you know what? One time I can't get that discouraged. I'm not going to let it spoil my trip. And and I saw people getting on, and I saw people in other Disney groups. They got their boarding groups for that day, and I'm like, oh, okay, great, you know, nice. <laughs> um, but I I knew I had more opportunity. If it was my only Hollywood Studios day, I would have been in a real panic for the yeah. one o'clock one. Mm-hmm. But uh, being that I knew that I was coming back, I said, you know what? I, I have faith. I, I think I'll get it. So I wasn't I wasn't too disappointed, but I was kind of like I would like to have gotten it done this way. I could say it's under my belt, and then I don't have to worry about monday this way monday would have been you know a bonus if i were to get it again you know and uh but i was a little nervous i I really was because i really wanted to make sure that i got this done on this trip i you know there are certain things that i wanted to make sure i got done and this was one of them and um you know as we'll talk later obviously we got it done as you guys saw in the group but um but yeah so I walked into Hollywood Studios, and at a complete coincidence, we happened to run into another good one of friends from the Disney Dads family. It was uh, Sean Miranda. He was actually down there, and he was finishing up the tail end of his trip, and I've been kind of following along with him because he'd been posting pictures in the group and on his personal page that they were down there, and he was having a nice family vacation. I knew he was coming up the tail end, and he was doing um, 
Hollywood Studios that day. And out of complete coincidence, we crossed paths uh, as we were walking into Hollywood Studios. And uh, he was lucky enough to get rise that day, so uh, he was going with his family, so I was glad to hear that, and he was kind of finishing up his trip, and we got to chat a little bit, and he filled me in on what he got to do, and you know how his experience was, and it was great seeing him. Uh, and then I got to meet up with Rick, and uh, this was it. This was my first time walking into Galaxy's Edge, and we came in through the area where the Muppets are, you know, we went through that little tunnel there, and... Uh, let me tell you, it was everything I expected and then some. Uh, I knew how good it was going to be. I knew the details that were going to be there, but I just didn't realize the the size, the scope, and the absolute detail that they put behind everything. Between, uh, I mean, just the way the pavement looked, the way the 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 just the buildings and everything behind it was just amazing. Uh, I, I was I was floored. Let's let's get down to brass tacks. Let's ask the question that everybody wants to know. Did you cry? I I walked to the Millennium Falcon and I shed a tear. Yeah, absolutely did. Attaboy. And I think the the <laughs> best part of I think the best part about it is I posted on my I think it was on my personal page. I might have posted it in the group. Uh, I got a picture of the Millennium Falcon when I first walked in. You know, that's one of those pictures you have to get. And the best part about it is like because I rope dropped it, there was really nobody there. I mean, Rick and I literally walked in and he kind of stood behind me and kind of watched me walk in and take it all in. Uh, it was it was really cool because I felt like I had the place to myself. You know, I didn't walk in at two o'clock in the afternoon and the place was packed and you know it was a park capacity day or something like that. I mean, I literally walked in and there was there was nobody in that picture because there was nobody there. Uh, it, it was really nice. I mean, th- that's the best way to experience it. I mean, there's you know a couple of people behind you here and there, but to walk in and not see a crowd of people and be able to just look at that landscape and, and feel the enormity of it with nobody there was absolutely amazing. I, I couldn't have asked for a better introduction to that area than doing it at rope drop with nobody around. I mean, you just you so- can't beat that. So let me let me say this, and since it's just us four, and nobody else is going to hear it, <clears throat> uh, the Reagan family was over at the house. They stayed a night last night. We were doing some work here. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, Rick Rick was completely honored that he got to experience that with you the first day. I mean, he to him it was it was truly because we I was talking to him about your trip, and uh, he for him for him to be able to experience with that with you on your first day was truly. Uh, magical for him to be able mm-hmm. to experience you taking it in for the first time. You know what I mean? Where yep. and 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 as a Disney, you know, elitist that get to do that with Company Joe and Dave. I mean, you've all had that emotion, that feeling of uh, bringing someone there for the first time, whether it's Galaxy's Edge or them seeing a castle for the first time. Uh, it, it's something that's truly magical. You know what I mean? And you've gone to Disney for years and years and years, and here a guy that uh, you got to experience something new, and he got to witness it. So, I mean, that was that was a very cool story that he told. Um, I just wanted to uh, throw that out there, that he was very, uh, very humbled that he was with you and truly honored that he got to experience it with you. So it was, it was, it was fun. So, but you, you, I don't want you to kind of gloss over too much on Galaxy's Edge here um, because you were talking about the enormity and stuff. As you're walking through, can you give me some key pointers on your first day that really stuck out for you? Like, I know the Millennium Falcon did. Uh, what is some other stuff where you walked around the corner and you're like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? This is amazing. One of the things that I'm surprised about, and and I, and I kept ran- I kept 
running through my head a different way to present it. So obviously we were there with Rick. The, we did rise. We did, no, I'm sorry. We did uh, Smuggler's Run very quickly because there was no weights. So we just jumped right on that. But as soon as we were done with there, we kind of wanted to get something to eat. And we walked up those back stairs and we walked right into Doc Ondor's uh, gift shop because he wanted to show me it. There was no line. There was nobody there. And I walked into that place and I was like, oh my God, this is a gift shop. And the stuff that they have on the walls, the the helmets, the the, the mounted tauntaun, and the uh, the legacy sabers they have there. I mean, it's an amazing small store, but it's a gift shop that shows you so much. I mean, I I must have taken thirty five to forty pictures in that place because of the amount of. I, like movie memorabilia that they have, it almost doesn't do it justice that it's a gift shop that has that. It, it's it's. I almost feel like that should be somewhere else. You know, when they have the launch bay, which is over by you know where the where the Mickey um, where the Mickey Junior is and where the uh, Ariel show the um, Little Mermaid show is, they had that whole launch bay over there, and you go to the meet and greets, and they had some of the movie memorabilia and the glass cases. It was very museum like. This was more raw. This was more like you know there was a battle and it took over something and there's just you know stuff from the galaxy just collected here you know it was really really cool uh i it almost doesn't do it justice that it's in a gift shop because uh you know if you're one of those families that might be on a budget you might gloss over it you might just say you know we have enough star wars stuff but uh the stuff and the details that was in that store is worth the absolute wait to get in if there is a wait or to actually go around and shop because uh later in my trip or later in that day you could see there was a long line to get into docks uh because it's such a small store Obviously, with COVID protocols, they can't pack the place. So they kind of, you know, one comes in, one comes out, one comes in, one comes out kind of thing. And uh, it, it's it was really impressive to me the amount of stuff they had there, and uh, it, it was cool. I just I just wish they could have presented it in a different way other than a gift shop. Excellent. <clears throat> do you, did you agree with that, Dave? Does people do people really take that in, or is that something that just gets overlooked a lot because it's a gift shop? Um, I don't think we get, particularly now that it, and here's the thing, it's settled down. That group of people wanting to get in, like, that place used to be packed and there would still be a line. And now, now there's, no, now there's limitations on how many people can get in and there's a short line. So, um, it has definitely settled down, but initially, like, it got a lot of exposure, and now it's one of those things that I think you're right. It possibly doesn't get as many people that go into it purely because, yeah, like, it's in the middle of a gift shop. If it had been, like, in the middle of the marketplace, maybe, where a lot of people just go through, there might have been, like, an appreciation of just people standing around looking at it for a longer period of time, but yeah. But you say, you're saying yeah. that there's a lo- the shorter line. Now, you realize there's two lines there because I wanted to buy a legacy lightsaber and they won't let you in to do a legacy saber unless you do the virtual queue. So you have to go up, you have to scan the virtual queue, then you can come back just for that. So I'll get to that on my trip on Monday. So when I was there with Rick on the first day, I saw the legacy sabers and I said, you know what? I want the Darth Vader saber. That's the one I want to buy, but I want to wait till later in the trip. I don't want to, you know, blow it all now, buy something else later. So I'm going to buy that. That Monday when I came back, we'll talk about that later, uh, I wanted the Legacy Saber. Now, I saw the line to Docs. There's probably about a half an hour away to get in. But they said if you want one of the Legacy Sabers, you have to get on the virtual line. Well, the virtual line was a four-hour wait. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You 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 oh. you hit the queue and it says you have a hundred and thirty five people ahead of you in the queue. I was like, wow. So I said to the guy, I says, How long is that gonna be? He goes, Probably about four hours. Wait, really quickly, just doing some quick math in my head. Um, how much does a legacy saber ballpark? Uh they range in price between uh, a little bit I haven't seen one under a hundred up to two hundred. Oh, okay. So 135 people in front of you, they're, they're doing great. Well, which is funny because I had a kid in front of me who came in and, you know, he was on the list with me and he was, because then once you, once they, once they paid you for your check-in, you come back and now you're online. They have one separate line coming up one side of the stairs for the, for the Sabres. And then they have the one side just for the regular, you know, general people to buy the regular stuff, which is probably the shorter line you've seen. The kid in front of me came in and he must've taken every lightsaber out because they had two people. They had one count, one person on one count. And one person on the counter, and a kid that came in before me must have spent 20 minutes looking at them, taking them all out, and you know, waving them around. And he didn't buy one, and he walked right out. <laughs> so, <laughs> not all of those people are buying them just, just to right. go in and, and handle them or talk to the people that are there. That's, that's the wait for the Legacy Sabres. Maybe he just really wanted to talk to somebody. Yeah, he like, could talk to me. Okay, okay there you go. Joe? So, let me ask a question here. And Dave, since you know, I'm going to pose this to you. Do you think if Disney could turn back the clocks here, do you think they would make some of these extremely popular places such as Trader Sam's or any of these smaller, like Olga's or some of these smaller places, a little larger? Or is it the smallness, that's even a word, it makes it more exclusive? I think so. I like the exclusive. I think that's the... That's the like the Trader I mean, Sam's. Jason, you're, you're a poly guy, so I mean, like, would you like to see Trader Sam's Look, bigger? No, because if we get us four, and let's go throw Justin in the mix, and then we throw some wives, yeah, yeah, yeah. we throw some wives <laughs> in there, right? And we got a whole corner of Trader Sam's to ourselves. It's like we own Disney. It's an incredible experience. I mean, it's one that you talk about forever. You know what I mean? So, but let me say this though: I think you're onto something as far as um, that particular gift shop. Why did they not put it at the end of um, like Smuggler's Run or something like that? You know, where, I mean, then you've got, I I understand you got people waiting to get in, but I I mean, is it going to be, what about in two years or three years? Is it going to still be a four hour virtual wait? You know? So, I mean, that was kind of a gamble that they took where, you know, there might be, uh, who who knows, you know? Um, I I was surprised on that because uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess their bank out on the allure always going to be there. And and I'm sure it's a sure bet, but I don't know, Joe. I mean, I think the smallness for the bars, but, um, do you think that would kind of take away from the gift shop? Because, I mean, you've been in there, right? I mean, you would think you would want to, like, pump as many people through, like, as there's possible to sell as much merchandise as possible. I mean, have a four-hour wait, you know? Be like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to wait. You know, I, could, I, could pa- I could pass on it. But if it's something that you can get right in, be like, that's awesome. I'm going to grab that right now. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, it's... But then you've got Mike signing up for a four-hour wait, so for, they, they already know they're on a short thing. <laughs> so. For now, for now yes. Yep, absolutely. So you got the you got got up there in line, Mike. Yeah, well, I, I wound up I wound up getting that on uh, the Monday. I, you know, I wound up getting on that line on Monday. But uh, but Rick and I, after we walked through docks, we went over to Ronto Roasters. And let me tell you something for a, for a quick serve place, the food was fantastic. And another place where they put a lot of detail into a quick serve to have that droid constantly turning and turning and turning those you know pig looking monster on the roasts. And um, you know when when Rick and I were there, we got a table and we sat down, and I got to really look around and take 
take it all in. Uh, I ate there again later in the trip when I went back on that Monday, uh, and I, I got to sit at there's like a little bar area right in front of that pit where the where the droid is turning these these like pig pig things on a roast, you know, like as if he's roasting you know your meal. Um, the details that they put, like the rust on the on the pillars and just the age and, and the steam and the, the amount of details that they put into, you know, basically a quick serve restaurant. You know, it's just a quick place to get something to eat uh, was very, very cool. The attention to detail there, as always, and, and most everything in Disney was just fantastic. And um, I like the food. One thing that I will say, you know, I did a lot of pros and cons from this trip and I made a list. One thing that was super cool, and I hope it stays for a long time, and I don't know if you guys are on the same thing or what, what you've done. I'm sure, Jay, you've done it. The mobile ordering, I think, is great. I think it's a fantastic thing to do. Um, I like being able to pull my menu up, have my, you know, if we're over in one end of the park, we want to eat at, you know, Andy's lunchbox. We can order our food and say, hey, we'll be there at 3 o'clock. It's almost like having a reservation, you know, with the mobile ordering. It's, you know, with, with the, the limited availability of some of the restaurants because you know obviously with some of the closures we're not up to full capacity with running the restaurants uh, and trying to get a dining reservation can be tough but to know you're getting a reservation for uh you know a four o'clock quick service is pretty cool you know and Something that I noticed also, which was good, if you got something in the quick serve at the mobile order, 90% of the time you got a place to sit because uh, the cast members were great about not letting you in that area just to go and sit down and, and kind of take up space unless you had a meal already. So like with Ronto Roasters, you couldn't go in there and just you know grab a seat to cool off and drink your own drink. You had to have a meal pending and it was kind of spaced out. So I think it was a fantastic job on how they pulled off the mobile ordering thing. I know some people are a little technology like you know, my mom was with me. She was just like, well, you know, she was going through my phone. But the mobile ordering is absolutely great. I, I like it a lot. I hope that that's one thing with COVID that stays, uh, you know, with the protocol that they did. Because I, th- I think it plays a great part in getting your meals. It does. and But there's limited availability for that as well. There's only so many people that can fit. I wanted to throw that side note out for our listeners. Like when we went in, um, like some of our park days at Hollywood Studios were busy. If you wanted Andy's at noon... You better jump on right away and do your right. order and get it on. Because right. if you wait till 1130, you might not get in until 5 or 6 o'clock that night for food. So right. definitely plan ahead. And um, like pre-COVID, before everybody was doing the mobile order, it was so nice. You just jumped on 10 minutes before and said, I'm here. Here's my thing. Okay, we're making your food. But this kind of when 100% mobile order, uh, yeah, definitely Plan where you want to eat and, and lock your order in, guys, when you uh, when you get to the park. But uh, I agree with you, Mike, 100%. Yeah, I thought it was very cool. Uh, I actually lucked out by, by uh, my – now, Laura and Sammy and my mom were supposed to stay with Sarah for the day to do their cheerleading practice routine thing. And uh, they said, well, no parents are allowed. So I was able to get uh, – Laura had a reservation. Sammy had a reservation. And my mom – didn't have a reservation for that day because it was late in her the trip when she decided to come with us. But we had an amazing cast member over at Hollywood Studios, and uh, Kirby is the was the guest service guy at the gate that says no problem. We'll add your mom to the reservation today. And uh, thank you to Kirby for getting my mom for the uh, for the last minute reservation. And uh, they were able to come over, and you know Sammy got to see you know some of uh, Galaxy's Edge, and she got to ride the Smuggler's Run, and it was nice seeing her. You know I know Rick enjoyed seeing uh, me 
uh, take in that stuff. But for me, you know, Sammy's been always my little Star Wars girl. It was really nice for me to see her take that in. And my mom, too, because, you know, my mom, you know, she was bombarded with Star Wars on a repeat loop, you know, 100 times a day when I was a kid. And uh, she knows every line from every movie. And she's kind of a Star Wars fan herself. So it was really cool for me to see them take it in as well, you know. And, um, and that's how we finished up our park day on Friday. Uh, I was, again, fortunate enough to have dinner that night at a new place that I haven't been there before and a very good place. And I highly recommend it if any of our Disney family are looking for a place to eat. That was Wine Bar George. Got to eat there with some of our you know great Disney family as well. And Rick was there with his family. And uh, had an b- absolute blast. It was a really good time. Great meal. Uh, Laura got to join me for that meal that night in Disney Springs. You know, another one of those. Great night. Great company. And, and just a great meal. And um, if anybody's been on the fence about going to Wine Bar George, uh, definitely take the plunge because it was well worth it. Uh, Jay, did you eat there at all? I, I know because you went down in Disney Springs a few times. Yeah, I've eaten at Wine Bar George. Definitely. Okay. It's, it's did you like good. it? Or was yeah, it, was it your cup I, of tea? No, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. All right, it. good. Yep. Joe, have you been there yet or no? Yeah, I mean, it's first of all, it's named after my wife. I mean, so come on, right? Her <laughs> main name is George. But no, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, my, my, my wife is a huge you know wine person. I'm not a big wine guy, but I do like some of the rosés there. They have nice charcuterie boards. Uh, if you can get a, a a table overlooking like on the second floor outside, it's a great spot that people watch, uh, especially on a nice night. So, yeah, it's one of our spots we like to go to. Uh, that and the Bow House, actually. You're naming my top two spots I go to. Don't let the cat out of the bag here. Okay. All right. And I know, Dave, you've been I there would- before. I was worried that Joe was about to say that her middle name was Wine Bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, um, I've actually, I think I've had a drink there and that was it. Okay. I haven't actually eaten there. Um, my wife has on a couple of occasions and uh, loves it. But yeah, I've never actually eaten there. So it's on my to-do list. Very cool. Very cool. So that's how we ended my Friday, you know, and then my next day, the Saturday, was my Epcot day. And as great as Galaxy's Edge was, as much as I enjoyed that, I really enjoyed Epcot because this was... This was a me day. This was something that I had Saturday night. I had the cheer competition planned out. I didn't have to be at the ESPN Center till like 5 or 5.30. So I had a good four or five hours to myself in Epcot. And I really didn't want to focus on doing any kind of rides at all. I wanted to focus on the Flower and Garden Festival, you know, because uh, sometimes I don't really get to enjoy that. So... My first goal was a rope drop, walked right into the park, and I saw that they just started letting people on to the Spaceship Earth. And I said, you know what? I didn't think I was ever going to ride this again because uh, the last time that I was down there, they were going to close it for the refurbishment, and then obviously they stopped the refurbishment for now. And, and I thought, I'm, I'm never going to get to ride it in the, old, in the old glory the way it was, and I'm only going to see it in its new, you know, once it's done. And it was supposed to be a long remodel, too. I think it was like a two- or three-year remodel. So I said it was going to be a long time before I did that. But you know what? I was able to do it. I walked right on. I said that was my ride for the day. And then I headed over to the the countries and to the all of the pavilions. And uh, just the same thing. Walked right in. I had the entire place to myself. I, I felt like nothing was even open yet, you know, but they were all open. Every booth I walked to, sure, you can have whatever you want. No lines, nobody around. I had the entire you know, the entire area world showcase to myself. It was, it was absolutely amazing. And, um, the one thing that I will say, and I can say it now, the, one of the bad parts of the trip was having to wear the masks out in public, you know, out in the general area. And I was 
it benefited Disney because I would stop at every booth and I would eat every couple of every couple of feet. So I would I I, I really ate and drank my way around Epcot and I was kind of forcing myself because I was hot. I said, well, you know what? I'm hot. There's a, there's a bench over there or there's a table over there. Let me just go buy a drink over here so I can take my mask off and get a little bit of a reliever. Um, listen, I knew going down there that wearing masks was part of it. Uh, I'm I'm we had said that we weren't going to go back till the outdoor mask mandate was lifted, and there it is. Two days later, it was lifted after our trip. So, uh, what it was definitely tough walking around, sweating, and being hot with the masks on. But I'm glad that we've gotten to a point now where you don't have to wear the masks in the outdoor area. But uh, it, but it certainly benefited them because I ate and drank at every possible booth I could. Uh, I can't say enough about how good the food was. I mean, we have all know, you know any of the festivals they have, pretty much any of those booths you go to, you're going to get something fantastic. Uh, if, if you think you're going to like it, you're going to like it. It's, it's, if, it's, if it's up your alley or even if it's a little out of your comfort zone, it's definitely worth trying because they they put so much detail into the food as well. Uh, I tell you one thing that I had, and I was talking to Justin about it. Uh, there was a uh, a, a, bar, a beer flight, and one of the beer flights they had it was called Island Mora was the name of the the beer brand, and it was from the Florida Keys, and it was a coconut key lime beer. And I thought I'm not gonna like this when I'm looking at the names of the other one. And it was the absolute best beer I've had in a long time. And I don't know if it was because I was hot and sweaty or it was just just tasted right. And uh, it was really good. And I'm looking forward to when I go down to the Florida Keys in a few weeks to picking that up because quite a few places around there uh, actually sell it. But um, it was really good because going around Epcot that day, I really got to just do it at my own pace. I got to look at all the menus. I got to stop. I got to just sit in the spot and not have to worry about anybody. It was one of the most amazing things just kind of going around on my own. And I'm glad I did because as I talk about it later on my trip, when we get to Epcot with the family, they uh, it was a very, very hot day and they wanted nothing to do with walking around the countries. They wanted to just kind of get a couple of rides in, hit frozen, hit sore, and then head out. So I'm really glad that that Saturday I was able to get in the all of the uh, you know, flower and garden stuff that I wanted to take part in, and I got to do it at my own pace and my own time. So that was that was a really important part of my trip too that I got to do that. Uh, Dave, have you been enjoying some of the stuff around the flower and garden? I know you're you know you're working when you're there most of the time, but uh, has the reception been from the people? How much they like some of the stuff? I mean, a event at Epcot is always well received, um, and yeah, it's been and particularly not to rub it in now that that mask mandate uh doesn't refer to outside public spaces Mm -hmm. um it has definitely i think changed that vibe over there uh similar to joe's experience in disney springs it's definitely had um a lot of positive elements added into that experience joe did you i know you i know you've been trying to get back to the parks a little bit have you seen any of the flower and garden yet Unfortunately not. Uh, we were there last weekend. We stopped. Uh, we were in Tampa for the weekend. We stopped back uh, Sunday while we were passing through Orlando. We uh, we hit up Hollywood Studios. Uh, we ended up getting a park pass for that. So my wife wanted to do Toy Story and all that stuff. So it, it was. We would have liked to have done it, but we just haven't gotten to Epcot yet. I think the whole giant hole in Future Worlds kind of still gives my wife a bad taste. I think <laughs> so. It's even though the Flower and Garden's kind of going on, I think she's kind of standing. She's like, I'd rather just go to the studios. I was like, all right. So yeah, unfortunately, been to uh, the Springs. We've been to the studios, but I've been to Epcot in a while. Unfortunately, okay. Man, I say park over by the yacht club or something, and then uh, walk that way, and then she doesn't even got to see it. 
It's a, you know, it's a, I, can you, can you tell her that after the show's done? <laughs> send her a little message. Because <laughs> she might enjoy it then, yeah. Very awesome. Cool. Yeah, so that's how, that's how, you know, I had my half day park day at Epcot, and, and uh, I really enjoyed that. And then Saturday night, I had my daughter's cheer competition, you know, and then I headed over to the ESPN Sports Center, and uh, they did great. You know, the, the, Sarah wasn't happy. They had a little bit of a slip up on one of the stunts, but... You know, overall, they finished 13th in the world. So, I mean, that that says a lot. I mean, to go down there to be in the top, you know, 20 and 30 just to make it down there in the world and then to go down there and finish in the top 13 was pretty cool. Um, unfortunately, because they were not in the top 10, they only could only perform Saturday night. They didn't get to perform Sunday. I think she wanted to get one more competition day because if they would have been in the top 10, they would have competed Sunday morning, but they didn't because they were in 13. They missed it by, like, a point, you know, and it was just so close. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, so that was uh that was that was it was great. It was great to see Sarah. It was very emotional for me because uh, that's going to be the last time that I get to see my daughter compete. You know, she's off to college and she's going to be. You know, that's like I said. I think in one of my personal Facebook posts, you know, it's weird how you take your kid from you know four and five years old to little league and then you know they go to soccer and then they evolve into the things that they really like to do and. You know, since she was five years old, she was doing cheerleading and gymnastics, and uh, she, it, she really evolved, and it made her the person she is today. And that was her last competition, you know, and it was kind of odd to see that. Uh, you know, thankfully, we still have Sammy. We can still enjoy some of her competitions, but uh, it's kind of closing a book and a chapter on Sarah's, you know, sports career as a kid. You know, she's just getting older, and uh, the times are definitely changing. Well, it's also your last, I mean, I know you'll do family trips, but this is your last trip of her being your little girl. I mean, she's 18 now going into college. I mean, this is your last family trip as you know it Yep. like this. You know, that's a chapter that's closed that, um, you know, it's bittersweet. I mean, she's a young woman who's flourishing and going to move off. And you know what? She might not be able to go on the next trip with you, you know, and it might be just, um, you know, Sammy. And um, that, you know, as Disney people, we understand what it's like closing those chapters. And it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, you know. Yeah. So uh, but anyways, uh, side note, I know it's your trip, but I got to say, Sarah, good good luck going on to college, man. She's uh, she's turned out to be an incredible woman. So good on you guys for raising a good girl. Thanks, man. So, uh, you know, that without having to go to the competition on Sunday morning, that kind of left us with the open park day. And, uh, you know, I had a reservation for uh, Magic Kingdom. And what better place to spend Mother's Day than, you know, Magic yes. Kingdom. And uh, I got to take my mom to, you know, to Magic Kingdom on Mother's Day. And I think that was something special. And, uh, you know, it's it was the first time walking down Main Street in a very long time. And, uh, you know, to be able to do it with the family, to be able to do it with, uh, you know, with my mom. And uh, Sarah still did some stuff with her friends because they were... They they were doing some cheer stuff together. She was kind of having her last pool day, so she didn't come with us in the morning, um, which is fine. We, you know, we expected that. We didn't expect to see her anyway. But uh, but it was good. It was good to see my mom back in the park again. And, and you know, she'll always be a Magic Kingdom person as much as she liked, you know, seeing Hollywood Studios and Epcot. But, you know, I think she's just, you know, a Magic Kingdom fan at heart. And to see her, you know, walking into Magic Kingdom again and seeing the castle after everything she's been through for the last three years was really cool, too. And I know her her absolute favorite ride was Pirates. And uh, ironically, we got stuck on Pirates for about a half an hour. So uh, I says, nothing like getting stuck here when, you know, that's uh, on Mother's Day. But where, uh, where, uh, right where the the stinky foot guy was, right by the bridge. Oh yeah, oh that, yeah. So, okay, that's cool. We, right, before, I think it's right before the scene where the where the guys are in the jail. So uh, okay. all the fire is going on. Yeah. It's, it was it was a cool spot. It was a good spot to get stuck, and uh, you know we had a good time. It was uh, we were kind of joking. Is around. that where you is that where you posted the picture? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, was right there with the guy with the pigs. Yes. 
where yes. he's in the in the swill. Yep. And the, the one guy hanging yep. over the uh, bridge with the with the dirty foot. I love that dirty foot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, so it was good. And and Magic Kingdom was one of those things where, uh, you know, we got to do a lot of the things that we haven't done in a long time. You know, People Mover was open and running, which you know had been shut down for a while. And I know some people in our group got to miss that, but you know, luckily we were able to take part in that. Uh, you know, we got to do we pretty much got to do everything we wanted to do. The the ride times were pretty much on point with what they say. Uh, you know, I th- I don't think we ever waited more than twenty minutes for Haunted Mansion. You know, even though the line went all the way down by the Tom Sawyer Island and up and down and around, but I don't think we ever waited more than fifteen twenty minutes. So it was good, uh, and that's how we finished out our Magic Kingdom day. Uh, I think that Sunday night. You know, the one thing that that I can say is that Sunday we transferred all of the stuff from where the girls were staying to the treehouse villas. And I want to talk about the treehouse villas a little bit because I know some of our Disney family might be staying there, might think about staying there. Uh, Treehouse villas were very cool. Uh, Would I stay there again? No. Uh, Would I stay there without a car? Definitely not. That's that's a must have transportation place i think if you don't have a car there you could really be up a creek because the buses don't run as frequently as they do at a regular resort uh you know if you were staying in saratoga springs or if you were staying somewhere else so you know we did our magic kingdom in the morning but it was kind of a transition day as well too to move all the kids stuff over to the treehouse uh the treehouse was good the the Bedroom was kind of small. The the bed in our bed was, you know, listen, we have a huge California king bed here because, you know, with the two dogs sleep in the bed with us, and we, you know, we still have room. To go from sleeping like that to a small little queen uh, was okay. Uh, like I said, if anyone's going to do it, make sure you have a car because trying to get in and out of that place without a car is almost impossible. And um, you could lose a lot of valuable time on your vacation if you're staying at the tree houses without a car uh joe i know you're you know you're the saratoga guy have you been over to the tree houses at all i've been to i've been through there uh, my brother has stayed there i've been running through there as well it's a great place to go running if you're a runner um but i would tend to agree with you um it's probably the worst place to stay on property if you're taking disney transportation my brother's so real quick anecdote my sister-in-law stayed at the original tree houses years ago we never stayed there as when we went to Disney as kids. My sister-in-law took my brother uh, into this. My, I got text messages from my brother the whole week saying, oh, my God, the buses are terrible because you have to take a bus from the tree houses to Saratoga, an internal bus, then transfer there. They wasted hours on it. So they're pretty cool. Like, you know, like you said, you know, Mike, like the, the ambiance is great. They got a nice little pool, like a, a private kind of pool area. It's very wooded, very secluded. But it's just awful. I mean, you're either going to spend a lot of money on Ubers and Lyfts or you're going to be walking to the main Saratoga property to catch buses from there or you're just going to be wasting a lot of time waiting on the internal loop. So, yeah, I would probably say it's the worst place to stay on property if you're just using Disney transportation. But it is pretty cool. I mean, like the way they're laid out, but it's not. It really should have its own bus stops like at the parks and stuff it's it really should not be rolled into saratoga springs i think that's one of the the major disappointments of the tree houses i'm surprised because you know i'm an obviously i'm an animal kingdom guy you know how much i love the animal kingdom lodge uh 
that Animal Kingdom, they had that little shuttle bus. And I'm not sure if they still do. Dave, you might know. They always had a shuttle bus that would run between Jambo House and Kidani. And it would run every 10 or 15 minutes. And you would come outside and they would have this, you know, this van outside and it would just go back and forth. So if you want to go to Jambo, it was there. You want to go to Kidani, it was there. And the most you'd have to wait is 15, 20 minutes. I'm really surprised, especially with all of the DVC stuff that they have with the DVC Center in Saratoga, that they don't have a couple of vans to do the, like a, like a pickup to bring you over to uh, the main clubhouse. I didn't expect, you know, catered service to the parks, but a shuttle service to to Saratoga Springs where, hey, listen, I'll call the front desk and say, you know, we're going to be at bus stop so-and-so. Can you send a, a, you know, a van over there in 20 minutes or whatever it's going to be and just do a shuttle service? Because we spent half a day by the pool, I think, on Monday. Uh, Monday or Tuesday, and you know, the bus obviously goes around, and maybe in the few hours we spent at the pool, we saw one bus go by the entire time. So I mean, what are the we points lucky, for to stay there for the night? It, it wasn't that much. I don't remember what it was. I, I the novelty of it, I really wanted to stay. I wanted to give it its yeah. one, you know, this one shot. Um, I tell you this, I would much rather stay at a two bedroom at Kadani or at Old Key West because of the size of the room, the space, the bigger beds, mm-hmm. uh, the little bit more of amenities, the better transportation you have than staying at, at the treehouses again. Like I said, the novelty of it was cool. The depending upon where you are in the treehouses too, some of them are really buried into the woods there, and you have these long paths you have to walk down to and you know listen my girls my girls and you know my mom's my mom and you know laura's laura they're not humping luggage up you know these flights of stairs so i'm carrying all these luggages up all these flights of stairs so i'm taking them out of the car i'm bringing them all the way up so on our transition day you know i was you know, getting windy because I'm moving five and six bags and carry-on bags and all this stuff. I mean, they take their little things, but still, I had to carry a lot of luggage down these pathways and then up these stairs. I'm winded this. listening to you. I, it was <laughs> tough. It was tough. It's not. It's not. You know, yeah. they're, they're not first floor. You know, walk-ins. They're right. they're you know four or five flights. You know, not flights. They're you know four or five sections of steps to get up mm-hmm. to the top of the room and you know go in. Um, <laughs> and the one thing that was really weird. Uh, Sarah was sleeping in the living room. Sammy had one of the rooms to herself. My mom had one of her rooms, and then me and Laura had the other room. I've, I've never heard a louder toilet ever in my life than the toilets in the treehouse. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of how they have to have the plumbing set up, but you know, I'd feel bad because my mom would use the bathroom, or Sammy would use the bathroom, and Sarah would be sleeping in the living room, but she can't flush the toilet because if you do, you wake the entire house up. Well, I've never heard a toilet they that don't, loud in my They life. don't have the screwdriver there for you, dude. They have to have the power flush. Yo, it's so, a power flush. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a gravity, uh, brother. Gravity. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, <laughs> it was elevated. loud. It was loud, but um, very. Listen, the ambiance was cool. The novelty of it was cool. Okay, uh, I, I liked it. You know, it, it was nice for what it was. It suited our purpose. It was you know a small group of us. It was only the five of us. It, you know, it, it suited us well. But uh, would I do it again? Probably not. I, I would. I would rather use my points, uh, even if it was a couple of points more, to stay at our two bedroom at some of the other resorts because I feel like you get a little bit more for your point wise especially when it comes to room and and i mean listen the size of the rooms in old key west and the size of the beds there in a two-bedroom you can't beat that it's i mean it's bigger than some people's apartments you know it's, it's really huge so uh treehouse i give it a one thumbs up one thumbs down so it wasn't the, i'm not sold on it and, I, and I, it's a it's a one and done for us cool 
So that was that was the the, the bulk of our trip. You know, the, the next couple of days we got to kind of just repeat doing the same things that we did. The, you know, the first couple of days we got to spend some park times with the with the girls. Uh, it was the now the first part of the trip, as you guys will know, my Florida guys. The Thursday through Sunday was very cool. It was in the low 80s with a nice breeze, and then once Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday hit, it got pretty hot out, and it got pretty hot, and it got sunny, and it got one of those kind of soupy humid Florida kind of days. So we really did a lot of, uh, you know, pool time in the morning and then hitting the parks later in the afternoon. We, we did a lot of late pool stuff, uh, a lot of uh, late later pool days and got to the parks late at night because uh, we just want to kind of get there when the parks are kind of winding down, when it started to get a little bit, you know, tamer and darker and some of the little kids were gone. Uh, and it worked out well time-wise, you know, we got to see, uh, uh, we got to bounce around a little bit. I think one day that we went to epcot on our very last day we were able to park hop over to animal kingdom and we went to animal kingdom and we did one ride and one ride only we got my mother on the flight of passage because it was only a 45 minute wait and uh, she'd never done that before and she loved that and she gets motion sickness kind of and i was a little nervous but she really wanted to try it and i'm glad we did so the only park hopping we did was animal kingdom and uh it was just for this quick 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 time over oh we actually we did one more ride in animal kingdom because the girls wanted to do that we went on to the everest and let me tell you it was pouring rain when we went on everest and i've never felt so much pain on a roller coaster in the pouring rain i couldn't believe they actually had it running it was downpouring and we're getting was pelted in the face with rain i was like <laughs> oh my god was was that the day where it just rained tor- torrentially for like most of yes. the day yes that was i was on tour that day that was terrible yeah. <laughs> that was an appalling day in disney world yeah we we we, we got over to we got over to flight of passage and luckily we got inside and it started to it really downpoured uh when we got out of the ride we were waiting to come out of the tunnel and everyone just kind of stopped no one was going out they weren't leaving and it was downpouring and then we saw a lot of the rides were closed so he says well you know the girls really wanted to do everest so we said we'll stick around a little bit longer we'll shop a little bit we kind of meandered and uh, wound up opening up we got on it was a 15 20 minute wait and we went over with the girls and then all of a sudden it started downpouring again and i'm like great you know we're, we're right about to get on the ride we're a couple of cars away and so they're going to shut it down there's no way they're going to keep this running i mean it was deluging it was just coming down in buckets and they're like oh you're up i'm like great we're in the first car and uh man it was like getting smacked in the face you know like uh with a ruler it was just bang 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 and i'm like this isn't enjoyable this is terrible i'm getting smashed with water as i'm coming down this uh you know this fast drop but uh i was completely surprised that they kept it running through the rain as as bad as it was that was uh that was a surprise to me well, let's talk dining because you really only touched on um, the wine bar, George. Uh, did you guys and and your while you were by yourself? Did you guys get any family dining in on, in parks? I mean, where, what did you guys do? We didn't. We did one more. We did actually Mother's Day. We wound up doing. I don't want to forget about that. We did the. Um Enzo's? Uh, okay. No, it wasn't Enzo's. It was uh, Marie and Enzo's, yes, the Italian place. We did that with the Reagans as well. We okay. got to spend Mother's Day doing that, and that was very good. And you know you know me, I can be a little picky with Italian food. I had my mom with me too, and mm. we had the chicken cutlet parm, and the, the portion size was amazing. The girls loved their pasta. It was really good. But we did a lot of uh, 
cooking ourselves in the uh, in the uh, treehouse. You know, we went to Publix because we had to rent a car, and yep. uh, we picked up some food. And you know, my mom loves to cook, so we were cooking some meals up there. And it was mostly quick serves. You know, we didn't do any other really sit down dinings other than the the two, the wine bar George and then the Marie and Enzo's. Those were the two main dining Hi. things that we did. But uh, but it was good. It was good. But like I said, we did a lot of cooking in the in the uh, treehouse. You know, we'd go back and we'd have something to eat there, and you know, my mom would make some. She whipped some something up. She'd go to Publix and buy some stuff. And uh, we did a lot more cooking than we normally do. And I think having the rental car was a, was a game changer. I cannot believe Publix is not a paid sponsor, really, honestly. Yeah. Um, number number two, I wanted to hate uh, Mother's Day. We went to Mother's Day a couple of years ago. All the mothers got a rose. Now, I know there was probably COVID protocols. Did they do anything extra or special for the moms? Nope. Not a, okay. All right, maybe nope. next year. Okay. Yeah, not this time. Nope. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty much. I, I do want to talk on some a couple of things that you know, some pros and cons that, mm-hmm. that I noticed on this trip. Um, you know, aside from all my trip recap, uh, six foot on the lines, game changer. I mean, it's great. I know the lines go back pretty far, but having those markers on the lines, I don't know if they're going to move them down to three feet now, but to have that distance when you're standing on lines. It didn't make it so hot. I feel like when you're in some of these lines and people are standing on top of you, you know, breathing down your neck, so to speak, uh, it made it a lot worse. But being that it was still pretty pretty warm out, having that distance between people was great. I mean, uh, I really enjoyed having that. And some of the dividers when you're on the lines are nice too. You know, you kind of keep the separation from some of the people. But it does take away that element of line chat. I mean, there's quite a few times that we've been on, on lines and we've just chatted with the families behind us, you know. But having that distance, you're kind of a little leery of that. Uh, hey, we were, where are yeah. you from? <laughs> exactly. We were actually online and we were online. It was that uh, Rick was with us and uh, we were online for Smug was run mm-hmm. and there was a family behind us and Rick was pointing out to the girls something that David pointed out the hidden Millennium Falcon under the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and the family behind us was completely intrigued about that they thought it was the greatest thing so you know they, they were close enough to hear and then it sparked a conversation with them and then we got to you know conversate with them on the ride a little you know on the, the ride up which was nice and we told them about you know uh, our, our great Disney friend Dave and uh, the amazing details that he tells us about all the time and uh, it thought it was very cool so that's that's one of those things that the six feet's good but sometimes you miss that because if they were really keeping their six foot distance they wouldn't have heard that story and then they wouldn't have learned something you know and uh those that's a little bit of extra disney knowledge which is pretty cool um what did you do on smugglers run what was your i was the first time when i went with rick i was the co-pilot and then the next time i was the pilot so i got to do some pretty pretty good activities when i was on the uh are we going to apologize to the mom that you gave the kid the bloody nose because he wanted that or are we are we all no, like l- on the luckily? Up and up? It would look, I think the first time was just me and Rick because it was just, there was nobody else in the uh, in the cockpit with us, and then okay. when it was with my family, it was just us. So uh, Sammy's got the the bloody nose. How cool was that? How cool was that walking into inside the Millennium Falcon, having that center area there? I mean, to me, that was that was over the top. That, that I, in fact, I like that just as much as I did the queue walking into um, uh, Rise. I think one of the cool things that 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 uh, Rick pointed out was the floor plates on the Millennium Falcon. How they're like the smugglers kind of things, like you could almost open them up and you know smuggle stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? I almost forgot. I do want to talk about because I that Monday when we went back to Hollywood Studios, I did get on Rise of the Resistance that day. And I, I thank I, you. I, just, I was I just, about I, to have I, this I, conversation. I just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be mindful of the time here, and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, I almost forgot about Rise. 
anyway, so uh, let me just go back. Monday, we had our second day at Hollywood Studios, and it was a complete family day. And I got up early in the morning. And I will say thank you to the advice of the people of the group. I did the. I had Laura's phone on one side. I had the world clock going, and I had mine going on the other side. And I, as soon as I hit that 6.59 and 59 seconds, I hit the refresh, and then boom, we, were, we got our boarding group. Um, so, we, you know, the kids were excited. We knew we were going to get to do it. I... I, I was extremely scared the entire day because I know how much time's rise goes down with technical problems. And I says, this is my last chance. This is the only thing I have. What group did you get? I think it was like 122. Oh. Oh. So it was, it was, it yeah. was like a three hours, you know, come back in three and a half hours or something like that. I forget. I have, I have, a po- yeah. I have to save, I saved I the picture. I thought you were in the 50s, but. No, I don't okay. think I was. I thought it was in the 150s. Wait, did you ride? Did you ride before the one o'clock? Yes. Oh, then you were in the okay. 50s. All right, good. Okay. Uh, yeah, one o'clock. They usually get to about seven. Oh, okay. So then, then it was fifty-two. Maybe it was fifty-two. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so we got to, so we got, we got over the rise. Uh, I could, like I said, I was extremely nervous the entire time because I says, just my luck, it's going to go down. They're going to have a technical problem. <laughs> have it's, an entire day where it doesn't work, or right? Something. And then, and, and I'm, and I'm literally booked up for the rest of the trip. You know, we had plans to go here, go there. You know, we had park reservations and park passes to do this and that. And I says, you know, what am I going to do if I, if I don't get it now? It ain't going to happen. And um, and the nervousness as I'm walking through the queue, and I'm I'm loving every minute of the queue, and I'm trying to take every moment in, saying this better not go down, this better not go down, this better not go down. But uh, what what an amazing ride experience! Um, everything that everybody said that it was, it is, and then some. I, I don't think you can really put into definition of what an incredible experience it is doing this. Uh, the details of walking around the queue and getting to look at some of the the cages with the guns and the uniforms and the the the, the boards that they have up. I mean, it was just really really cool. And then to go into the you know the, the transport ship and then to be taken on to the star destroyer and see all those stormtroopers. I mean, it was just every element of that ride was absolutely incredible. Uh, I love the I, I love the idea of the virtual queue. I just wish it was more available. I wish it wasn't like trying to get you know Metallica tickets in the eight. Where you have to be on, you know, Ticketmaster <laughs> at you know seven o'clock in one second, and then they're all sold out. Uh, I, I hope that that can possibly change in the future. Uh, but that that was that's my only complaint was the was it was a complaint and it was a good thing. I mean, it was a good thing when you get it, but it's not a good thing when you don't get it. So that that's that's kind of tough with the the whole reservation system on the ride queue. You know, people forget about the. Um the window in the back of did you see the transport when you're being transported to i the, was because uh, i was standing in the back of the transport so a, i was looking out the inc- back it's incredible it was that's absolutely incredible how they yep. uh, how they did that i'm surprised that they had people standing up during that yeah yeah, yeah well i mean because it was kind of you know moving back and forth i thought it'd be more of a sit-down thing you know for the transport i mean um i was surprised that it was you know a stand-up hold-on kind of thing but um but i mean it, listen it was Either way, it was super cool. I mean, we, we enjoyed every minute of it. It was absolutely great. Good. But, uh, Good. but yeah. But, you know, like I said, I... Uh me being Galaxy's Edge, I took a lot of pictures. I mean, I, I blasted you guys in the group with my, you know, my picture dumps. And, you know, one of the things that we love on the Disney Dads podcast is our Disney Dads family posting pictures. And we love to see them on our Disney Dads Facebook page. That brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Joe, what's your... Listen... 
Joe, last week, great picks of the week. I enjoyed that very much. You guys uh, handled the show very well when we were in our absence. But uh, tell me, what's your pick of the week, Joe? So my pick of the week, and this is looking through the picks of the week, this one, I'm a nostalgic guy. I'm an old school Disney guy. I, I love the 70s, 80s, especially with the 50th anniversary coming up. I'm going with Katarina Dupree. She posted, so she was going through her parents' photos it looks like at their house and she said she posted some photos uh from the uh bicentennial celebration back in 1976 i wasn't alive yet i wasn't born until 1980 however i know that was a big deal in our country that it was celebrated nationwide and these are pictures from some of the parades in the magic kingdom and some of the uh characters that were featured in the parade were just like colonial soldiers and stuff it's just it's awesome and this is the stuff that like there's no ip in it it's just a celebration of our country and it probably it looks like they took place in uh in liberty square and it's just old school disney and i love it and i can't get enough of this stuff so that is my pick pick of the week or picks of the week canary dupree with uh the 1976 bicentennial celebration photos from the parade in the magic kingdom awesome picks very cool uh i'm actually going to go with Ryan Brady, uh, a newcomer to the group, uh, has heard the podcast and recently joined and posted an amazing photo. And uh, what made me think of it again is you talking about that moment of walking through a theme park uh, completely on your own, just feeling like there's nobody else there uh, and feeling that you've got nobody else around you. There is that incredible photo uh there's two little ones sitting under uh one of the lampposts uh the lamppost is decorated i assume it's probably christmas based on that and the castle in the background and it's kind of an old school photo because uh the castle stage um uh oh the the towers are there but the castle stage um is really cool there uh in front of it and there's not a single person other than these two little kids sitting on the side of Main Street, USA. I've seen all four of our theme parks in some way, shape, or form like that. And as you said, it's one of the best ways to enjoy Disney to just be the only person there. So, Very yeah, nice. that's uh, my pick Very of the week. Great pick, and welcome to the group. Yeah. Jay, what do you got for me, buddy? Well, my picture is the amazing Jessica Woods, and she's sitting in a car at Sci-Fi with some guy. I think that's Greg. Um, and this is actually a, uh, a throwback picture also, and this was their uh, one visit to the Sci-Fi, and uh, he said it was fantastic, and the ambience was uh, uh, was great, and I, ca- I cannot agree more. So uh, we got Jessica Woods and Greg Woods, of course, our friend Greg Woods. Um Posting an incredible throwback picture. And uh, yeah, look, that's a frame-worthy picture, guys. It's a great picture of the two. Very cool. Great pick. My pick of the week is going to go to Lindsay Ray. And Lindsay Ray just ended their, day, ended their Magic Kingdom Day on Monday by meeting Jacob and Stephanie Moore. Because they're down there having their adult trip. And they are having a blast. We've been hearing from Jacob and Stephanie during their trip. And uh, they're having a great time. But Lindsay got to post pictures from all four parks. They got to do it up. They're having a great vacation. And that's some amazing pictures in our Disney Dads Podcast family Facebook group. 
That is awesome. Hey, listen, uh, before we move on with the show here, I'm going to uh, – I got to give Jacob some some fun because he was posting pictures of – because he read Pabell. <laughs> and he was posting pictures like, hey, here's where Pabell lives. And and uh, he's like, I'm, I'm a nut. I got to find his stuff. So I had fun with him. He sent me a private message, and we were going back and forth. I had a great time with it. Also, I do want to take a second to um, – also, we have another guest that did a one-minute review. So, Mike, if it's okay with you, let me get permission right now. Is it okay if somebody shares 60 seconds of a trip recap with you? It's always okay, my friend. Then let's do it. Here we go, everybody. You know what time it is. It is that time when you are back from your trip, the depression sets in, and I'm going to let you tell me your trip in one minute or less. You know the rules. you got one minute. I'm going to cut you off after one minute. Don't mistake my kindness because after one minute, I hope you got it all in. Let's go. Okay. Magic Kingdom. As I said, we got to tell our kids in front of Cinderella Castle that they were having a new baby sibling, which was magical. We were worried about spring break crowds, but really the whole week, it wasn't bad. Epcot, three words, flower and garden. The best food and festival all year, hands down. Hollywood Studios. Gunnar got mad at me last time because I didn't mention that he conquered Rock and Roller Coaster. And uh, now he thinks he's hot stuff. And he did it several times this trip. Uh, We got Rise of the Resistance boarding groups both days we were there. However, there was stuff on the attraction that was down or operating in B mode, which kind of sucked. Animal Kingdom. Didn't get to ride Expedition Everest, which is my favorite ride on property because I'm pregnant. But I did get a Yeti backpack in the gift shop, which was cool. We rode Flight of Passage several times. Uh, and even though the line goes all the way back to Africa, it, uh, it still averages only about a 60-minute wait. And we got to meet up with several friends, Cheryl and Alex, the Nobles, our friends from home, the Vitos, and my sister. And we'll stay with us in the second half of our trip. Um, and we saw Aussie Dave. So it was really awesome to see all our different friends. Thank you, Jenna Ramey and the Ramey family. It looks like you guys had an incredible time. Mike, I cannot thank you enough for taking us on an incredible journey. You had a lot of, um, this was a big trip. You had a lot of changes going into this trip. Mm-hmm. And this is, you've got chapters that are closed. And, uh, and it, you know, so not only is it you know, kind of an emotional roller coaster, um, I've got, I got to say, um, I'm glad you had a great time. I'm glad you had great weather. I'm glad you got to meet up with Joe and Dave. And, uh, you know, there's a couple other ones that you got to meet up with. Um, you know, you know who you are. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm very thrilled that this was just uh, just an overall good experience for you. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to, you know, for the future, now you can start having countdowns again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, also, I want to uh, encourage anybody that is listening to the show, if you're not on Facebook, go ahead and join our Facebook group. Look, join Facebook just to join the group. You know, there, I can't believe how many people have done that, actually. I wasn't even on Facebook, and, and I'm just like, I just want to join your group. Uh, we have a lot of fun over there. We have a lot of shenanigans. Um, also, speaking of shenanigans, is our Patreon. Um, much shenanigans all the time. Our our uh, Patreon uh, Facebook group is a lot of fun. I love uh, interacting with you guys on a personal level. So thank you for all the support. And if it wasn't for those guys, we would actually have sponsors coming in here and uh, running commercials. So it's not cheap to uh, run a podcast, and uh, we appreciate all the Patreon support. Guys, I want to get into Patreon. We're going to have some fun Patreon. In fact, uh, Mike, what we're going to be talking about some fun stuff on Patreon. You threw it at us last minute. Uh, Dave, I got some stuff I want to visit with you about because it would cross my mind. And I thought, you know what? What a better way to uh, to find out if your lineage is uh, uh, from a bunch of nut jobs or if you're like straight up from royalty. I don't know, but we're going to find out right now uh, when we get into. It's because I sound fancy. You right? are a that, that, fancy, right. fancy. Oh, yeah. God, come on, you're, you're, you're so pretty, so pretty. Joe, Stop it. 
my brother, thank you for coming on, taking the time. I know everybody is busy. You, you and Dave, Dave, I know you're slamming food down as you were probably getting off work. And, and uh, I, as always, I appreciate you guys coming on here. And before I give you guys last words, I do want to say thank you to every single person around the world who takes the time to listen to the show. Let us be in your ear and allow us to give you that audible hug because every single one of us is reaching out to you and giving you that audible hug. And I appreciate every single one of you more than you will ever know. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So Joe, Wrap, give me some closing words, my friend. So last closing words, uh, Jason, always a pleasure being on a show with you guys. Love to hang out with my DDP brothers here. Mike, love living vicariously through you on your trip report. I love trip reports. Amazing meeting up with you and Dave down there. Uh, I can't wait for the day that all of us are together. Um, but yeah, glad to hear you had an awesome trip. Uh, there's something better we love as Disney fans is to hear our friends having a great Disney trip. So good show tonight, guys. And I look forward to a Patreon coming up. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm really glad everything went smoothly because there were a lot of people invested in the success <laughs> of Mike's uh, Mike's trip. Like, their Facebook page was just an entire conversation of what's happening, and um, and it was wonderful to see. It, we talk about the positivity in this group. It was wonderful to see so many people positively invested in a good experience for somebody we love. Uh, it was wonderful. I actually got to see Mike on one other quick occasion i was wrapping up a shift at work and he's like i'm in hollywood studios i was like i'm in hollywood studios so i got to say hi to the family uh it was wonderful to meet them even if it was only for a few brief minutes um and it's one of the my it's quickly becoming one of the favorite things uh that i get to do now in my job is i just have these random people that are like I'm in a theme park and you're in a theme park. We're going to say hi. And it's only a couple of minutes, but it's wonderful. Um, and of course, to everybody in this group um, and who listens to the show, thank you so much. Uh, I just love being part of it. You know, I thank you for everybody for letting me bend your ear for the last you know hour or so on my trip report. Uh, you know, other than being with family, I think one of the most important things I took out of this trip, and it wasn't seeing Galaxy's Edge, it wasn't riding Rise of the Resistance, it was... Finally being able to go back to the park and saying thank you to every single cast member. I mean, I'm one of those people that if you, you know, when you let me on a ride, when you tell me to exit, when you tell me to walk this way, tell me to, you know, step here or go there or give me directions. Or if I see a custodian, you know, cleaning a bathroom, uh, I, I make it a point to say thank you. You know, every single time I see them, you know, no matter how, I, I think they should be thanked for their job. I, I think they do a great job. I think they put a lot of their heart and soul into it. And it's been a long time since I got to say thank you to a cast member. And to me, other than being with family that was the most favorite thing of my trip was being able to come back and say thank you again that's awesome man and i appreciate that before i forget our our good friend justin is as having an anniversary trip he's still down there in the keys as we speak shenanigans galore and i have the pictures to prove it and i also want to add if you guys are looking at booking a trip traveling and all that other good stuff make sure you get a hold of justin at away with me travel you know he is this is his this is his baby and uh i show my support everybody out there show some love and support and uh and book a travel agent you know it just it it, it is what it is and um with that i would like all of you guys to have an incredible day, an incredible evening. As always, make somebody smile. Patreon, stand by because shenanigans galore. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night. Cheers. See From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always 
Keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.